Roger. Yeah, I think it's pulling the wrong one. I'm just, okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the... Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Okay. Yeah, what? Hi! Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. Welcome to the first time on the podcast. Natalie, how do you say your last name? Palomitas. Natalie Palmides. Welcome. That's right, thank you. Welcome, Natalie. A place beyond the pines where the winter grows, the summer dies, and the river shines. Where the river shines, Natalie Palomides, here on the first ever instance of a wolf opening a door with his mouth. Will his tooth get stuck in the knob? We will find out today if his tooth will get stuck in the knob here on the first ever interaction between a wolf and a human on a mountaintop when it's snowing. And what lies on the other side of that door? If there's a door, do you open it? Do you stand back and watch? Life. It's for winners. And for uh, other winners. Do you find out where you're going? Or do you go out... Where you're finding. I think you do a little bit of both. When life strikes, uh, when life gives you lemonade, what do you do? You drink it. How much can you drink? Where do you go when you drink the thing that you can drink the most of? You go to the bathroom. The bathroom. Where everything flows and nobody knows what you're doing. The bathroom. What are you doing in there? Natalie Palomides tells us today what she's doing in the bathroom. I'll never tell. We need you to tell, actually. If you don't... Actually, you have to tell us. Okay. (laughs) I'll tell. Today's first... You must tell us what you're doing in the bathroom. I do a lot of stuff in the bathroom. Guess what? Where do I start? Well, you can start with this. I make... Oftentimes, we'll make a poop in the bathroom. And also, I will make a pee at the same time. Wow. It's... (laughs) On a new road ahead, featuring Michael Bay. Wow. Jim Candle. Do you have any aliases you'd like to mention? Wax Tip. Wax Tip. Natalie Palomides as Wax Tip. And a new feature film shot completely on iPhones. (laughs) Featuring 1,000 iPhones in a circle. Lit by iPhones as well, the flashlight on them. Lit by iPhones, shot by iPhones, featuring Nally Palomides as Wax Tip. <laughs> What's your alias? My alias, my alias is uh, Jason Pepperhouse. Wow. Featuring Jason Pepperhouse as Little Guy. Wax Tip and Jason Pepperhouse team up for the first time ever in... In Secluded Sands. <laughs> The Bathroom Tales of the Hobbits, here on ABC. Featuring a real wolf that really gets its tooth stuck in the knob. It's a real wolf, but it's a small wolf. 
But thanks to television magic here on Christmas Time ABC, you will see something you've never seen before. As the adventures of Jason Pepperhouse and Wax Tip take a turn for the worse and climb up a mountain where they'll do a bathroom in the snow with a wolf. Ho, ho, ho. <sighs> oh, that would be the time. I could just go, <laughs> see, what I need is a big old fucking, what's that called? The big, the, <sighs> what's that called? What's that sound called? Um, like boom drop? It's like shutdown of a uh, tr- uh, big machine. Here we go. Big machine shutdown. Or Is it's like it? when you push a big lever yeah. and the power <sighs> goes out. Power out. Actually, I think I've got it. Hold on a sec. I can okay. pull it up here. If you say that again... Welcome to the podcast. This is, this is the pre-intro of the podcast. Welcome to the start of the podcast. My guest today is Nally Palomides. This is uh, also known as Wax Tip. Hello. Uh-huh. Here it is. Ready? You ready for this? Here it is. This is it. This Christmas on ABC. Oh, oh, oh. That's it. Okay, let me play it again and do that. Okay. Do that same thing. Okay. Do that same thing really good you just did. Okay, 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 gotcha, hold on a second. Gotcha. Ready? This fall... On ABC, Wax Tip, Jason Pepperhouse in an adventure that scales a mountain for Christmas time on ABC. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that worked. I came in. That was pretty good. I came in too early twice in the ho, ho, it was, ho. Well, so I'm, I'm trying to do this all myself. I'm not like, you know. I'm just... Totally. <sighs> I'm trying t- to do this myself, too, just in my brain. You know what I mean? Like. You're operating your whole system by yourself. Yeah. On a day-to-day basis. On a day-to-day like, basis. You that's, have to. That's, that's interesting to think about that, isn't it? Whoa. Ho, ho, ho. Santa comes home once more. This time, Santa featuring Wax Tip. Who's in my bathroom? Santa goes to the bathroom in front of people. Whoa. That felt good. I needed to go. This winter on ABC, Santa gets arrested. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like you got the wrong guy. I mean, <laughs> what I need is one of those sounds. It's like, you know, when it transfers, when it's all of a sudden like James Brown. It's like, only problem is Santa Claus. <laughs> what happens when Santa, God, where is it? Ready? What happens when Santa Claus gets arrested? I feel good. This fall on ABC. Santa's going to the big side of the big house. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I need to deliver gifts. <laughs> what? But you're Santa Claus. <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm Santa. Wait, Isn't that the plot to the Santa Claus? He goes to jail? Yeah. yeah he does kind of. Does. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. he sort of is. And Have then the elves with attitude. Elves with attitude this fall. Those are some sexy kid elves. Am I right? In the when Santa Claus? I, in the Santa Claus. When I was Tim, a kid. Uh, Tim Allen, right? Yeah. Were they sexy? I thought they were. Which one did you think was sexy? Uh, the one that says elves with attitude. Is it a girl or a boy? It's a boy. Is that Bernard? No. I did think Bernard was hot, but he has a squad that goes out. And um, I mean, I think Bernard probably still holds up as hot. He does? I think so. That's yeah, a very specific on, like, type. Numbers. Well, you know, I, I'm... I'm eclectic in my in my types. You know, I like all different kinds. I can't imagine. I mean, um, all respect to him, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine being like, oh yeah, that's what I want. That's what I'm interested in is Bernard. I think a lot of people thought Bernard was hot. No way. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the jury's hung on that one. I think people, you know, the consensus is Bernard is hot. 
Is it his character or is it him or is it everything? I think it's him. I think it's like he's a little bit grumpy. That, I was about to say that the surly authority. That's mm-hmm. something about that, right? Yeah, surly authority. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of people are into that. I get that now. Yeah, you'd be an outlier if you said Bernard wasn't hot. I think you'd be on the outskirts well, What there. if I said I can see him being attractive but not hot? That's um, a different thing, right? Isn't it? Yeah, but I think you're on board saying you can see it. You can see his... Yeah. How he's attractive. I can yeah. see the the surly authority. I get that because it's like he's always, oh, fine. Yeah. Like in sexy be, look, you're in trouble again. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Why did you make me have to punish you again? <laughs> I don't have time for this. We have to get this over with quickly. Okay. Yes, you're nailing it. That's <laughs> everything. That's like. Does it for me in regards to Bernard. If Santa finds out about this, it's going to be bad. And it's <laughs> going to reflect on me. So let's get this over with now. Wow. That's actually also a really good impression. Is it? Yeah. How do you remember that? I, I mean, don't that's know. like dead on for me. I think I just kind of, kind of, what's it called? Uh, when, you, when you bring something up, you, uh, what's that called? When you kind of like. Uh, Recall? Ass- I guess so. Um, when you remember something. Let's see. Let's, let's hear his voice right now. Yeah. Is it the Santa Claus? He's in both of them, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I mean, he's in. You can't have the Santa oh, Claus without like Bernard. Eaters, but like the cadence if is you perfect. Videos, you think so? Like, yeah, the cadence, the vocab. So make sure you, you got ring it the bell all down. to be notified of our latest video. What is this crap? And now, the Santa Claus two. Bernard, you're nine hundred years old. Grow up, Bernard. I mean. Oh. Please tell me that it's early in his training. You know what? I can't believe I missed this, Mark. You're totally right. Yeah. The fact they even doubted him for a second. I know. He's a, he's got like dark features as well, which is dark like features. He's kind. Yeah. You need to tell him right now. It's just his attitude. <laughs> yeah. He's so happy right now. It's basically like you want to piss him off. Yeah, You're you like, want to. Look you what I'm doing. Activate him. You want to drop his cell phone in a glass of water. <laughs> What did you just do? He's so cute when he's mad. Did you just drop my cell phone in a glass of water? How am I going to call Santa? That's my only phone to Santa. (laughs) That's how I call Santa. Do you know who that is? (laughs) If I can't call Santa, there isn't going to be a Christmas. Oh my gosh, you're just nailing it. I wish people could see you in studio right now because the mannerisms and the facials are also just dead on. I gotta get on SNL. Seriously, have you heard of that? I gotta get on S&L. Yeah, you have to, you have to. (laughs) You should be on S&L. Uh, yeah, Saturday and Live. Yeah, Saturday yeah. and Live is one of the greatest shows. You should get on there. I've, like, thought about it, yeah. I, I emailed them, s and l one two three at Gmail. Really? Yeah, I said, so you guys funny. should have me on here. That's similar to my address. Oh, is my, it? My address is 123 Hickory Street. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's similar, 123. I yeah. think um, s and l is at 123 um, S&L oh. Street. SNL. I thought it was Rocket Player Center. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why they're not getting Well, they now. do the skating is the best. Yeah, I love their ice skating right there. Have you been there? At SNL? Yeah. A hundred percent. No, actually, way. no, wait, I haven't. You can lie if you want, but I understand if you want to tell the truth. It's I cool. think I'm going to go for the truth, and I have not been there, but I have been to the top of Mount Everest. Oh, really? Which is cool. When did you do that, actually? That's funny. Well, I'm being completely honest here. I did that a couple of times. Um, Have you ever thought about mountaineering? 
Uh, well, well, you don't really think about it when you're doing it. So what do you think about then? You think about... Bernard? Yeah, you think about... If you don't get to the top of this mountain, Santa... I can't do it anymore. You got it. I think I lost it. I think you got to end with Santa. That's where I got... Santa. It's like, we're gonna... Yeah, no, no, I I think that this is gonna work. Good, good job, Curtis. You look... Like he got a good night's sleep. You're voice. doing a wonderful job. He's got a good voice. You're doing great. Impact. You can dial it down a little on the ho ho hos, but otherwise you're gold. Great. Gold. You see how he's got that gold. little. I like how he talks. I like his cadence, but he. I like when he ends his sentences with Santa. You know. Santa. Yeah. If you can't find this train, then we can't find Santa. Yes. 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 Santa is the one. Santa is the number one here. Okay. <laughs> Santa is who I answer to, so you answer to me. When you answer to me, you're answering to Santa. You know what's so fucked up about that movie? What? It's like, they care so much, like, if he dies, like, right? They care if the Tim Allen Santa Claus dies. But at the top of the film, they could give a care about that other Santa who fell off the roof and disappeared. Maybe he was a ped. Uh, or maybe he was like what's he a pad? Re- a pedophile? Oh. A, pa- a pederast? A oh, pedo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. A pedo. pedo. He was a pedo. Yeah, maybe he was a pedo. Or maybe he reached like his thousand year term kind of thing. Yeah, I bet that's it. They're sick of his ass. Did you ever watch uh, the Ernest movies? No. You haven't? No, should See, I? See, because honestly, um, knowing of being a fan of your comedy, <sighs> Natalie Palomides, uh, genius Thanks, comedian. Um, I would say you're a chameleon comedian. I try to do that. You do a lot of stuff. Thanks, uh, buddy. Having seen your comedy, I would think that you would be a big fan of Ernest. I got to check him out. What do you think was, when you were like young, what was the most formative thing for you? you formative? Wa- yeah. Austin Powers, really? probably. Yeah. That was the thing where you're like, I want to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I guess it's so. kind of similar to Ernest. In Maybe a way. Lucille, like I love Lucy, Lucille Ball right. as well. Yeah. But um, definitely I was running around the house saying, like, I'm horny, baby. Are you serious? Yeah, my dad was like, nah, <laughs> you know, don't say that. But they let me watch it when I was, like, nine, you know. Did you it's know what fun. horny meant? No, I had no idea. Did you Did you remember when you learned? Was it, like, a thing where, oh, I used to say that all the time? Or was it kind of like it just sort of you learned it and it wasn't like a, you know. No, I learned it and then I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, that's weird that I said that when I was a kid. Like, we have a uh, we have a joke at our house about um that our dog thinks the word horny means hungry. Ah, and she says, "I'm horny." Your dog talks. Yeah, that's how she talks. Wow, I do my dog voice so much that if I do it now, it's really weird to do it out of context for me. It feels really strange. It's almost like like showering in front of someone kind of thing. Yeah, because it's such a home thing that if I do it, it's private. It's private. Also, I have, have actual trouble. Um, doing her voice without looking at her, you know? Yeah. You ever do that? Have a voice for an animal? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. But yeah, it's you can't really do it. She has to be there. To, yeah, because it's like she's, it. like she's Speaking telling me. Because I'm watching her move and I'm describing her movements with her voice. Yeah. You know? I can't, I have to meet her. Yeah, you might not meet her ever, actually. No. She's not a real meetable dog. Oh, really? She's not super friendly. What about the pumpkin carving? Maybe then, Will yeah. she be there? She won't. She won't. Okay. No, she's not friendly. Is she really not? She's, she's not bite friendly. Me? She likes like eight people. Okay, but what if 
I'm number nine. But you'd have to come around all the time. Oh, uh, for her you know to like mean? me. You have to like be. Even if I brought her like a steak. I don't or think something. the steak would matter. Wow. When dogs are scared, they don't take treats. Uh, yeah. She's scared. She's not oh, mean. She's, she's scared. scared. Yeah, yeah. She's scared. I think Aww, most dogs that are mean sweetie. are scared. Yeah. It's, yeah, but she's she's good. She's I scared. mean, a lot of people's like really bad negative behaviors are based in fear. It's all just out of fear. Terrorism. Like, yeah. Terrorism. Uh, based in fear. I feel like racism is purely fear. Yeah, that's why it's yeah. not good to make any fear-based decisions. Before you make a decision, you have to eliminate the fear, I think. That's a good plan. Um, we're listening to, you're listening to Live the Table with Johnny Permitton, my guest is Natalie Palomides, and right now we just decided that we won't be making any fear-based decisions. Yeah, I mean, it's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I do, you know, but... Yeah, I feel like I make a lot of decisions fear-based, but it's not like, it's not like fear-fear. It's like, oh, will this make me shit? Uh, let's make my shit hurt. <laughs> like this, I'm scared of having a hot exit. Oh, like you, know? you won't eat something spicy. Yeah. I say like a hot exit is like cathartic for me. Like it is as it's coming out. I like it because I'm like, wow, my digestive system, like it's working. Like it's working pretty quickly. It got this out. Like, But wouldn't also, if it was working, it would have broke down the spice and it wouldn't be burning on the way out. Oh, I think of it. I think of working as like processing, processing it well, but you're right. Like, I don't know, but I also don't know like how much your body is meant to break down spice. Do you ever eat pepper jack? A hundred percent. Okay. So this is a co- to- constant topic of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this for years, but okay. there's this thing, this phenomenon that um, I think happens to me exclusively. So when you eat pepper jack, it's good, right? It's, but delicious, it's not super yeah. spicy. No, not because the cheese cloaks the spice. Mm. It's almost like a time release for me, where you you digest the cheese and then it gets to midway through, the cheese releases the spice, and so you get a hot exit because it's been cloaking that. It's like a time release pill, except instead of it being medicine, it's heat. Right. So when you eat a bunch of pepper jack, you get you have a, hot a real exit. spicy hot one coming out. Ah, I don't know, like. Maybe I haven't eaten enough pepper jack, or maybe the pepper jack I've eaten hasn't been spicy enough of a pepper in the jack. To you probably have just have a, a good, good uh, bowels, maybe. Well, I've been doing, yeah, I do a lot of upkeep on my oh, bowels. We've talked about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you tried that? I've been doing it. VLC, VSL number three? VSL number, oh, no, I haven't. So what, did I tell you about that? You did tell me about that, but I've been doing, so I do a coffee enema every day. No, you don't. I do. Fuck off. Oh, my God. I do. No, you don't. I do, I do. I, do. I, I wish do. I believed you. I put sauerkraut and kefir in it. So, um, I like how you say kefir. That's how I like to say it. Yeah, it's Some the right way. Some people say kefir. No? Oh, I'm like, don't say kefir. God, it's wrong. You can't say kefir. I watched a lady on YouTube talk about it. She's like, oh, this is how you make kefir. You oh put the greens God. in there. You want to sit it from that. The- She's making it. She doesn't know how to say it. Exactly. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I should bring it up. Bring so you it. do Let's sa- pull it up. sauerkraut. Um, can we bring up that clip? Let's pull up the clip. I'm going to find it for you. Yeah, so I'll put in a kefir, a raw organic kefir, and uh, like about a tablespoon of like a blended up sauerkraut into my coffee enema. Uh And so that what that does is it implants, you know, some probiotics down down there. That's my new way to say, it's a new way of doing this. Mm -hmm. It's this. Tell me something again. It's true. Um, that's how you implant probiotics. Dumb, 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 dumb. 
No, that's that's making fun of me. <laughs> no, no, it's this. It's I'm not doing dumb. it. Dumb. <laughs> Is that it? Wait, do it again, please. Dumb. That's pretty good, actually. Thank you. Dumb. Dumb. That's going to do it twice, dumb. though. Dumb. Dumb. Try that next time you're someplace when you're agreeing <laughs> with a person. They're telling you a long story. You just go, dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> I'm definitely doing it. I think it's my new agreement statement. Well, you're welcome to take it. It's yours. It's yours to keep. Thank you so much, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're listening to the podcast. Uh, we're three minutes in and... Um, yeah, so that's that's great you do that. You're so healthy with the enemas and stuff. Well, I'm doing an ozone therapy right now. How's it's that a big work? part of my life right now, so I feel like I talk about it a bunch. Is that like being around lightning a lot? Mm, no, it's like being around the ozone a lot, like the top of the sky. Oh, it's so you take, like a, you take a balloon up high? Um, yeah, I take a balloon up high, straight up to the top, suck up some gas into my ass. Just kidding. Oh. I don't I don't put the gas up there, but you could. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you know how to suck gas into your ass? I do know how to suck gas into my I ass. I have a friend, my friend Steve and Ben, when I was a kid, they could do this thing where they would lay on the ground and they would somehow... Suck gas in their um, ass? I wish I was joking Wait, right now. I was joking. I know I, you're joking. Okay. But I'm being very honest about this. They would do this somehow. They would. What? You know how you can make yourself, you can suck in air to make yourself Of burp? course, yeah, but how can you suck gas? I witnessed this. I haven't ass. thought about this in fucking years. I think this is a phenomenon. I need to, I need to after this podcast, I have to do some deep you research. You have to figure it out how they Because they used it. to fucking do this shit. They would suck it, they would lay I'm on their trying back. to do it right now. Well, they would lay on their back and they pull their cheeks apart a little bit and they do some weird shit with their abs. Okay. Where they would suck a bunch of air into their butt. Huh. And they would <laughs> fart these huge fucking. I went, I was so jealous of them because they could just let these. This was probably like fourth, fifth grade. Oh shit. So I mean, talk about a time to build a fart yeah. huge on command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These that's, were like big that's old clutch. blasters. That's clutch during that time. Man, how do they do this? Wow, I have no idea, but. If I give you my coffee enema pumper, you yeah. can do it with that. You text me that? I'll text it to okay, you. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh. You can get the pump. No. <laughs> okay, so tell us about the skull bong. Okay, so this is a water bottle. Uh-huh. Uh, it's what's like it a, made of? It's uh, clay. Like like actual ceramic? It's not made of, uh, what's it called? Like resin? It's actual ceramic. I, I bought it, it from an artist, yeah, Where? at uh, the Renaissance Fair. Where? In L.A.? In L.A., the L.A. Oh. Renaissance Fair, yeah. Hydrate. I, I didn't go. Did I go this year? I think I did. Yeah, it's so fun, isn't it? I love it. I love it. Yeah, there's a bunch of cool artists there. And anyways, there was I believe this... they're called artisans. Oh, <laughs> pardon me. There was a ceramics <laughs> artisan. <laughs> There that I bought this skull this fucking, jug from. That's quite a commitment, though. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, I don't I bring it? It's my last resort water bottle. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, where's my regular one? You know, running out the door, and but it is cool. It has a little strap on it. I fear that the strap like will break because that's kind of a heavy load. It's a heavy load. It's a heavy like bottle. You don't want to bring it on a hike with you for sure. You, you know, could but. crack somebody in the skull with that. You could crack them by the skull with that skull, bud. I always yeah. think about a, a nice hardback book is a good weapon, and so it's like a steel water bottle. Like if it came down to it, if I needed to fend myself, I'd just take that steel water bottle. i go, get, get out of here. Yeah. You know? So are pens. Pens are good. Yeah, you ever think about like, 
okay, on a plane, like if somebody's acting crazy on the plane, like what am I going to do to defend myself? I'm thinking I'm going to take a pen and gouge their eyes out. Check this out. Okay. This is a gift one of my friends who's kind of a conspiracy dude. And he gave me this. (gasps) This is a tactical pen. Oh, shit. I brought this on airplanes Whoa, you just have that? It's in my backpack. We didn't even plan to talk about this. I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. Check it out. Dong, dong. I approve of this. So you could definitely brand somebody with that, right? Oh, you could like this is this is dense. It's made of like a a, I believe it's made of steel metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it could be aluminum actually. And um, it's yeah, it's definitely meant for like unscrew the top. You you can unscrew. Well, not that end, not that end. The sharper end. Oh shit! And this passes through security. Oh my god! You could fuck somebody up with this. I, I've mm-hmm. never had a problem with it. I don't know why. Oh, I've, and it's a real pen. It's a real. It's a space pen, even that. And it's called a tactical. A tactical, tactical pen. Tactical pen. I think and it's. Uh, there's probably a bunch of models out there. What's a space pen mean? What's space mean? pen is this thing in the '60s. This company called Fisher designed a pen to write in space because. Uh, I Ink guess would get sucked up. Yeah, the it's, wrong it's way. It's pressurized. So inside the, I'll show you actually. Inside this ink is a. Um, is a gas bubble Whoa. that pushes the ink out as opposed to gravity. Because you know if you're writing upside down with a pen, it will stop working at some point? Yes. Yes, so sir. That- <laughs> 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 no, when you're writing upside down? Totally. Thank you for calling me sir. You got it, sir. I got called sir by this girl the other day, and it made me feel really, um, really weird and old. I'm sorry, buddy. Well, we're the same age. Yeah. Do you want to hear the story? Yeah, I do. It's really dumb. Let's get to it. I was depositing checks on the ATM at Burbank at the Bank of America. And you're writing upside down at was, Bank of America? Well, I was writing. I wasn't writing. I pre-signed the checks. Okay. And I was on my bike, and this girl was at, came through the front door. She was on the, talking to her friend on the phone, and she's like, um, yeah, I don't know. She was like, is there an ATM here? I'm like, yeah, it's right here. She's like, oh, thank God. I, she was talking to her friend saying, yeah, I came in the ATM. They weren't in the back. I had to go up to the bank to go in the front. And she's like, and she asked me, where is this right now? I'm like, you're in. Bur- Burbank, Magnolia Park. And she's like, yeah, I'm in Burbank. And I was like, excuse me, it's actually pretty nice here. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I was like, sir? Whoa. Whoa. So she was she was throwing some major shade at I'm the Burbank. city of Burbank. Burbank is a nice town. Exactly. I love it. It's fun. The industry goes on here, but it's not too up your yeah. face, you know, yeah, with the, the industry. Industry adjacent. It's in Burbank right now. It's realized, more chill. Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. And they got great eats over here. It's more, they got East Coast eats I'm in Burbank. F- are you a big fan of great eats? Uh, never been no, there. I, I mean, like in general. Like, you oh, love, yes, you love 100%, good eats. 100%. 100%. Yes, so, yes. would you say you're more of a foodie or more of someone? I just like good eats. I am not a foodie. I just like to eat the food. Food that foodies eats. So you like good eats? Huh? I like good eats, buddy. Oh, I sure do. And I went to a good eats place last night. Talk about it. You want some so, music to talk about it? Hold sure, on a second. Sure, let's do it. Let's get this ripping. Hold on a second. Hold on, Natalie. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hold. By the way, speaking of Banging America, real quick, I was listening to Banging your, America. Speaking of Banging America, mm-hmm. I was listening to your podcast that you did with Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and you mentioned in there that you're wearing your handmade Banging America shirt. I was. I, yeah. I was hoping you'd be wearing it today, but you weren't. Well, I, if you would have, if you would have told me, <laughs> I would have gone back home. I just <laughs> and found a way to bring a shirt 
one t-shirt that fits every person in the world and never gets dirty. This fall on CBS, Natalie Palamides is Tipper Gore in the sisterhood of the Banging America shirt. Oh, so you're going to talk about... Okay, so we went to this restaurant. She went to a restaurant. It was a restaurant made by a famous chef. A famous chef. I forget his name. His name is irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant. But he owns a re- another restaurant He owns multiple famous. restaurants that are famous. It's called Momofuku. David Chang. Oh, that's him. That's his name. So I went to his other restaurant that he just opened oh, in L.A. recently. I didn't know about this because I'm not in on things. It's Sorry. It's called Major Domo. Major Domo. It's good as hell. I bet it is. And my friend bought dinner for everybody. It was free for me. Wow. And I ate a big shaved ice mountain. Was it? Did it have a bunch of alcohol in it? It had no alcohol. Oh, it was alcohol-free. Alcohol-free shaved ice dessert yes. with Dole Whip or something ah, on top. Dole Whip. It was tasty as hell. Steak and fish and rice and noodle and tomato. That's about like what I had there. Great, that sounds good. Yeah, there was this big stew. This is the one dish I just want to talk about real quick. There was this big stew. Hi, welcome to my food podcast with Natalie Palomides. <laughs> uh, we're doing food now. Uh, we've transitioned. It's no big deal. Um, <laughs> if you like music, you probably like food. She's cool. She's funky. Um, she's a fresh. She's a fresh new look, and she's going to drop in some hints about what to chow on. Here we are in Chow City. Hey. So talk about it. So this is a big. Was it a hot pot? Stew, big hot pot. It's a um, big fucking. Was it a big fucking hot stew? It's a big fucking hot stew. It's got a big fucking hot piece of meat in it. Oh, she's getting pity. Big, thick piece of short rib or something in there. Hey, short rib in there. Huh? They got a spicy peppers in there. And they got carrots and little pieces of gumbo or something like that. And then they bring out this big hot cheese wheel. No, they so don't. So it's a huge wheel of cheese, Was right? it Ray Slett? It was so red Slett for sure. Did it have a hot knife? Oh, no, no, no. It's already slit, right? They got this big oven in the back, right? Right. That heats up a whole wheel of cheese. Oh, it's a cheese oven. It's a cheese oven. He heats up the whole thing, but they bring it out like it's a tire. Like it's, you know, they're holding yeah. the tire. And then they just scrape out the middle of it right into your dish. I mean... Wait, what do they do? Tell me one more time. They scrape out the middle of this cheese wheel right into your dish, right in front of your eyes. Into the hot pot. To the right stew. into the hot pot, right into the big fucking stove. Does it sink or does it float? It sinks, baby. And they mix it all in. They mix it up with the, the short ribbon there. And they got this big, big cheese wheel goop just sink down right to the bottom of the stove. The goop. The goop. The goop just stinks down in there. It just sticks down right so there the, in the goop. The goop just sinks down there in the stew. Exactly. And you scoop it out with a fork or what? With a you spoon? You scoop it out with a big flat spoon. They a got big, a big flat wood oh, spoon. Oh, a big flat spoon, a wood spoon? Yeah, the big flat wood spoon. Oh, I like a wood spoon, actually. Yeah, I like a wood spoon, too. Oh, I love a wood spoon. I do. Yeah, I do as well because it's nice to eat off of it. Looks oh, it, good. Oh, it's great to eat off a wood spoon. I love it. Yeah, I like how it tastes on my lips. I like how it feels. I like how the the grain of the wood rubs against grain my of the wood, lips. And you get a little bit of cheese stuck on the wood. You and get the crispy part. And you get to bite it off a bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's 
but a butter crisp. Yeah, it's great biting off the cheese I'm off not, the. It's exactly like a butter crisp. I love biting off a bit of cheese where it's got all that crispy part, crispy mm-hmm. bit. When you get a crispy bit of something fatty, like a piece of pork, oh. or a little bit of cheese in there. It's good, isn't it? It's all so good. Yeah. When you get a crispy bit of fat, uh. oh, all I say, as I say, will you go in there and give me extra of them crispy bits? Yeah, and they would say, sure will, sir. Oh, and I say, sir, would you get in there with a the crispy bit, sir? Oh, we will, sir. We'll be right back up because this is Major Domino. Please, oh. please don't look at my bit, sir. I'll turn my blind eye to your bit, sir. Please, would you turn your blind eye to my bit, sir? I'll turn my blind eye right round, sir. Sir, I must change. Don't look at my crispy bits. I'm turning my blind eye round and I'm not looking at those crispy bits. If you have a knife, it's hot. Cut my crispy bits off. Feed them to me. Or put them in the cheese oven in the back. Fill up my artisanal skull cup. And I'll drink from it as I will. You will, sir. And you'll be hydrated at that. The kings are coming. He's hydrated. said I didn't want any crispy bits in this. It's a what? I said I didn't want any crispy bits in my stew. Be gonna have to have them. This stew don't come any way except with the crispy bits in there. I heard what you said the first time you said it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say it again. We heard what you said about those crispy bits, but I tell you what, we don't. Well, if you don't care, then I'll just take my ass right on out of here. Go ahead, take your ass on out of here. I don't care. I don't need to stick around for this. Do you think you're just going to be sticking around this whole time? No, no, I didn't think that, but I thought I'd be welcomed on account of you had me over here into your home. I had you here because you're supposed to do work. I can't manage a farm all by myself. I thought this was more than that. Oh, you thought this was a relationship? I I mean, what did you think I was going to think, Johnny? I don't know, Sue. You're leading me on this whole time, you know that? God, doll, doll, hell, I'm tired as hell. I'm just sick about it. Of course, it. you're always tired. I'm just sick. I'm just sick and tired of I'm just sick about it, how you feel. I didn't mean to throw this at you like a wagon wheel on a, on a dirt... Dirt town? Well, if you ate some crispy bits, maybe feel not so tired. Maybe. I've been trying to do better, vegetarian. Crispy bits don't. are are still vegetarian. Because they don't have meat in them. Are you talking about crispy bits? Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming on our show so much. It's been great to have you as a guest. Uh, please come back soon to the uh, uh, abstract radio play that we just did. <laughs> brought, brought to you by Major Domo, the only restaurant in town that serves you up hot cheese out the oven. That's right. Paid for by a friend. It never ends here on 6.2759 Dicks. Check out Major Domo. Check out Major Domo. Don't be a FOMO. 
Have some major domo. Go on in with the friend, make him pay for you, and the shit never end pours out like a life. Pours out like a life, I get out my hot knife, cut into that cheese, give me more crispy bits, please. I'm cutting butts with my butt, with a knife, as I hidden in the piece of my puck. Oh. Can I have a piece of butt? Can I have a piece of butt? I'm just a mutt, and I want to eat that butt. Here's an L-I-T-T-L-E-M-U-T-T. Double up the T's, I'ma let my shit free. I'm a buttercup, grickle grass, grabbing you in the crash. Part of the butt till I throw up my cup. Woof, 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 woof. Little dogs on the street, tailing on my meat. Taking little pisses, and they're pissing on my feet. Oh, shit. Palomita's head, come on. That's a song called Brain Freeze, the instrumental by Lil Debbie and Riff Raff. Well, love that. Love oh, that. Yeah, you do like it? Yeah. It's instrumental, though, actually. It's instrumental you know? song. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. incorporating music. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, That's what oh you we do. don't have to. That's what, no, 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 no. I, I want to like go it. back to the I cheese. Like you know about these hot racelet sandwiches? What is that? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the good eats here. Well, what you do, I've only seen it once. I never had it. I saw it. They do it, I think, at um, that place called Jones on 3rd. Oh, I've heard of it, but I've never been. What's a racelet? It's a type of cheese. I think it's like a French or a Swiss cheese. Racelet. I think it's R-A-C-L-E-T-T-E. Racelet or some shit. Okay. So kind of like a a stinkier cheese. Mm. It's like a camembert or something. I love that shit. They take this hot knife, right? Okay. Not like a sharp knife, like a flat, like almost like a spatula. It's metal. Yeah. And they take the cheese, this big fucking block of this orange and white cheese. It's like a brie, but stinky. Huh. And they make you this fucking sandwich where they run the knife along the open half wheel of cheese Whoa. and it just fucking rolls off there onto the bread. Oh my it's God. It's like very gratuitous. It sounds a lot like what you just described. Shit. Do I have to go get it now? I don't I've never had it. I might go get it today. I don't eat a lot of cheese. I feel like if I ate that much cheese, I would just be... You would need some more VSL3. Yeah, I need to get some bugs in there to eat that cheese that I just Yeah, ate. if you're going to eat cheese, you need bugs in there for sure. Yeah, because the bugs eat the bad shit, right? Yeah, the bugs eat the bad shit. That's why I need them in there. Tell me more about this cheese that you got dumped in your bowl. <laughs> I mean, it was just like a big fuck. It looked like this guy brought out like, I mean, a half moon. It was huge. And then you've had it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, oh my god, what the hell? What is that, that bullshit? I don't know why I have an alarm. So Honestly, what is that bullshit? For, this is I'm, super disrespectful. I am so sorry. <laughs> um, Look, twelve forty-eight p.m. Why do oh, I? Oh wow, it? you got a lot of alarms. <laughs> Damn, you got different sounds on those, girl. I I don't really have many sounds. You but just I, got that I, classic noise. You're like... fucking nuts. <laughs> Holy shit, that's like a fucking psychopath. Oh my god, how many is that? That's like 45 alarms. Are you okay? I just I just like to take naps at different times. But you can change, you know you can edit it. You just scroll through until you find the t- That's actually you know what, honestly, I think that's how I'm gonna live my life. I'm going to have every time available. He's got him, yeah. You both I'm in a fucking room right now. Aristotle and Natalie are both fucking lunatics. These are insane Damn. people. You know how I feel about this? That was one each of the dome. Shit, damn. (laughs) Just got annihilated. How does that happen exactly? Can you talk about that? Um, Getting shot by you or like setting all these alarms? Can you speak to the alarms? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like 
it comes from me going like, okay, I have like five minutes of sleep right now. Or like, okay, fuck, it's like 1 a.m., but I need to wake up at like in a couple hours to finish whatever. And it's like- You do I, that? I just you wake up like phone. super early to finish something? Yeah, I will. And I'll say, hey, can you set an alarm for 4.32 a.m.? Hey, Siri, set an alarm for one minute from now. I don't know why I had it set for 12.38, though. It doesn't make sense. I wonder if I had something to do right now. What's the earliest you'll wake up to work on something? Anytime. How do you know what just you just depends have? how much time I need. How much time how do you know how much time you need? Just an expert procrastinator. Oh really? So, so I'll know definitely like how much time it'll take me to so get it done. Do you ever heard the expression um it, oh, I'm sorry. Wow, that was sooner than one minute, was, was it not? I know, it's weird. I think it's because we're at the tail end of 1249. Uh, so they, she just yeah. did it for the next right. minute. Got it. Um, this idea that I think about a lot is that something takes the time you have to spend on it. Mm-hmm. Like if you have three hours, it'll take you three hours. Yeah. But if you have an hour, it'll take you an hour because you'll fucking bust your ass. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also this idea that th- that most things either take – Three minutes, three hours, three days, three weeks kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. everything's kind of broken up in how long it takes. Yeah. Um, but so how do you know? How do you just sort of, like, have an intuition about it? Yeah, I just, it's like sixth sense kind of thing. It's just like you have to work on something for a show? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But a lot of the time, I'll just go up to, if I'm making a show, I'll yeah. just go up with, with nothing. And or just with, it. like, an idea, yeah, and just... You know, just riff. So what are you doing at super early in the morning then? Super early in the morning, like if I'm writing something yeah. or like, yeah, taxes. Taxes, okay. Yeah. So sometimes Or if I'm editing. Like editing I used to video. edit videos. Yeah, I don't really? really do that so much anymore. What yeah. videos? Uh, I don't know, like comedy videos. Yeah, but uh, I was Why not like so much so anymore? Um, I just like found that it was more fun to like, do live stuff yeah. I don't know were you doing them for YouTube I was it? yeah I did some YouTubes do you but have a strong YouTube like, presence I did not at all but it just wasn't fun like the YouTube rat race I was like oh, it really is you know, like, so it's like shut up you know it's also all about consistency with that stuff yeah I you can't keep up super regular you have to be very regular it's not really my style real sorry I'm gonna answer this real quick oh, hello sure. yeah go for it Hello, it's Johnny and Natalie. Solicitation call. Hi, this is the Credit Card Holder Award Center from Visa Mastercard. Congrats! Been monitoring your credit card accounts. I got this call yesterday. I answered. I went through. On your excellent payment history, you now qualify for a zero percent interest rates on all your credit card accounts. If you have completed this process or not interested, press three now. We should do this, right? Definitely. Speak to our qualification department and complete the process. What number did it say to press? Said three. Three, no, three, three. I was not three. interested, though. Yeah. Hello, can I speak to a person, please? I'm with Natalie. Hi, this is Jade. Oh, oh they fuck. hung up. We fucked it up. What the hell? I can't believe they hung up. Oh, it was going to be fun. I know. They probably would have just hung up on us the second they realized we were fucking with them. No, they're fucking with us. They're scammers. They are, but they. I will fuck with them back a lot, but a lot of times they won't play ball. They won't play ball. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I did fuck with some people the other day, and it was it was pretty fucking good. Damn. Wow. I feel like definitely I missed out on that. That Pittsburgh accent. That's a Pittsburgh accent you were doing earlier? Or oh, it f- maybe. I don't know. It's a Pennsylvania thing, because I, I can barely do Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, hey, we'll, we'll get, we're here. What are you doing down there? 
What are you doing down there? Dan. Dan. Dan there. Dan. Yeah, the fuck. No, the fucking Stellars are playing. The Stellars. Stellars are playing. How are you getting Don? How are you getting downtown tonight? How are you getting down in the Stellars game? There you go. It? Yeah. Kind of like talk like you got something kinda on like, the roof of your mouth. Kind of like talk like you got something on the. My parents to, both have bad Pittsburgh accents. Because you grew up in Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Well, outside, you know. But outside. they have thick local accents. Yes, they do. My dad's always. My dad's phrase is like, "I ain't doing it." Are you serious? I ain't doing it. What does he say that about everything? Uh, like, I don't know. Just if he's frustrated with something, he'll be like, "I ain't gonna do that. I ain't doing it." I don't know. That's just like my go-to when I think about I like how to do my dad's I ain't voice. Doing it. How about your mom? Yeah. Ah, uh, Nat, turn your flat iron off. You're gonna burn the house down. Did you have a lot of brothers and sisters? One brother. Older or younger? Younger. Really? How about you? I have an old. I have a younger brother and two younger sisters. Ooh, Ooh. daddy, you're mm. the old guy. I mean, so you're the old lady. That's right. Oh no, oh, you're shoot. the you're the same as me. This fall on NBC, Santa Claus has a colostomy bag, and he's dumping it down your fucking chimney. Hope you like to guzzle pre-poo. Oh, I do. Before it's poo, it's something called bag waste. Ho, ho, ho. This fall, on featuring Michael... What's his name? The guy from... Uh, Michael Myers? What's his name? The guy from... Um, you know, his name's uh, Michael... Uh, the guy, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rapp. Hey, uh, Santa, can you stop it? Oh, that guy. That guy. He's good. Did you, when you were growing up, did people make fun of your voice or like say stuff about your voice? Because you obviously have a very unique voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, well, uh, I don't think like I really knew until like I moved here. Really? Yeah. But you moved here to do comedy and like theater stuff, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I didn't. Well, actually in college, my theater teacher, she was like, your voice, you need to have a more neutral voice. It's too oh, nasally. I, isn't that crazy how they wanted to fucking file it down? Yeah, they tried to get me I to love speak that. neutrally. Yeah. When people say that, it's such a thing where you look like down the road how, how it's, it's probably the case with a lot of people, I bet, where, oh, they wanted me to be more normal. It's like telling Jennifer Tilly to like to talk more normal or something. It's like, oh, but your signature thing is how you how you sound. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so well, sad, I tried really hard really? to do it. Can you give me an example of what that would sound like? Um, of like na- normal Natalie? I think maybe if I talked like this. <laughs> you sound like someone who would be <laughs> like a... Like an operator or someone who would work. I'm trying to think. Um, or like I could probably do, hey, how are you? Hey, how how's it going? Oh, hey, um... Um, so I, I saw I ran into Barb and we're gonna let the right. kids stay over for the night. Is that okay? That's great. That's cool. perfect. Yeah, cool. Oh, um, Jim and I were gonna make something to stop by to bring by your house. You guys gonna be around tonight? Uh, we will. We'll be home after we bring the kids back from soccer. So why don't oh. you swing by after seven thirty? You're picking them up. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I really yeah, yeah. That. Of course. Yeah, it's no problem. I mean, why not? I know, the holidays are so, so. crazy, aren't they? <laughs> You're telling me. I mean, I can't really keep up. How are you holding up? You know, I'm doing great. I just, you know, my mother killed herself this time last year, so oh. it's still something we think about a lot. Wow. And I'm on I'm the really highest sorry. level of medicine I've ever been on, but, you know, I'm generally not really feeling anything, so it's good. I wish I could be you right now. Oh, you do? <laughs> 
Yeah. You make you have the best grocery cart every time. Every time I see you in the grocery store, I'm like, wow, look at what she's buying. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, that means a lot, Diane. Thank you so much. How long did you try that voice for? How long would I try it? How long did you, did you actually try it in the world, or was it more like in theater you tried it? Uh, just like in maybe in theater I tried it. I don't know. I don't think I ever really tried it in the world or in theater. I think whenever I was in plays, I was always like doing some character anyway, so I was yeah. always just doing some sort of voice or whatever. But, because you can do that. You have a big range with your voice too, right? I think so. You I'd can like go kind of low. So. Yeah, I think I can go pretty low. How low can you go? Oh. 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 Sounding thing. Does that sound scary? I guess it does. Is that pretty low? Actually, doesn't sound scary. Uh, All right. Yeah, I can go pretty low, and I can think I can go pretty high. I can't do that low. Whenever I listen to myself recently, I realize how high my voice is. It's weird to me. Oh yeah, I don't like listening to myself. Wow, it's torture. You don't? I mean, nobody likes listening to themselves, right? I don't mind it so much. I guess I'm always surprised at how different my voice sounds recorded than it does when it comes out of my head. Yeah. Like it sounds so much deeper when I hear it back. Because I, I get called a woman a lot on the phone. A lot of times I'd be like, oh, excuse me. Um, I'm sorry, ma'am, but we don't have that in that color. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's it's not, I'm not ma'am. Uh, I wouldn't think you're a ma'am. I know you wouldn't, but you know me though. Let me just listen to you. I'm not going to look at you. Just talk. Uh, hi, I'm calling. Um, I oh, wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So that's my nice voice. I mean, definitely. I'd be like, okay, ma'am, I'll put you right through. Uh, hi, I want to see if you had any uh, of the, the, the green blanket for uh, with em- embroidery for a child. Uh, yes, how many would you like of those, ma'am? Um, I would like, what do you mean, ma'am? <laughs> then I do this and I go, um, I would like to have, uh, <laughs> I, want to, I want to see if you had any uh, uh, blankets left for um, a small baby under 10. Oh, oh, yes, um, Forgive me. Sorry, uh, sir. Sir, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, actually have, I, have, I have many wives, actually. So okay. uh, I'm very stressed. I'm a man who's very stressed with many wives who I have right. a homo- have heterosexual uh, love with. Um, well, let's get that green blanket for yeah, you. Yeah, a green, definitely not a pink. We would never have a pink blanket. Right. But for me to talk like this is stressful. I'm I find sure. it not stressful. It's more like I can't sustain this. You can't sustain, yeah. That's I got to go back to here. Got to go back to there. Well, you know, I like you there. Thanks. But I can understand why maybe people on the phone are. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm used to it. Yeah, right it's, on. It's fine, though. Yeah, it's but okay. you got to be who you are. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, they think that I'm not being genuine often when I speak. They think I'm, like, often always being oh, sardonic that's or That's actually pretty good. That makes sense. Yeah. You know the story about Gene Wilder? Who's that? Uh, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Just kidding, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. You, didn't know about, you never watched Ernest, so. That's I right, I didn't watch. No, I know Gene. But Gene Wilder's a little. Mm. Yeah. Do you like Gene Wilder? I love him. I love him too. Yeah. Evidently, there's a story where he tried to be a serious actor. Like in life, he was wow. trying to be a dramatic actor, but people kept laughing at him. Oh. Because he's just so funny, right? He's so naturally funny. Yeah. So he kind of like gave up doing that because he realized he just. He's just so funny. Well, that's his uh, M.O., isn't it? He says, uh, you don't have to do anything to be funny. Just do funny things and serious, yeah. as serious as you can. Which he does. Yeah, which he does. Yeah. 
which I think is like kind of the nature of good, great comedy. I feel like is that way where you don't yeah. have to ham it someone, up too much. Yeah, I actually hate when it's way too hammy. It's oh, bad. God. But have you ever had it where someone asks you to do something like, let's say, in a theater class, right? Because you went to theater school, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I brought my voice changers, but we didn't hook them up. I should have hooked them up. Damn. It's okay. Next time. Well, this would be a, this would be an adjourned podcast. Okay. This would be part one of Natalie Palomides, part ten. Love um, it. I remember doing something once in a theater class. They're like, "Oh, walk across the room normally." And I did it, and they're like, "No, do it normally." Like, what? <laughs> I was like, "I am. That's how I walk." And they're like, everyone's laughing. Oh, geez, yeah. But it was a... It was like they were a, trying to get you to neutralize your walk or something. I was, but I truly was walking how, the normal how way you would in walk. which I walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was that same sort of thing where, you know, if you're, if you're a comedian, it's... You have to... I think I have to remind myself a lot that if you work in comedy, that there's a reason you do it. It's not because, oh, I want to be funny. It's because you kind of can't help sometimes but do something in a way... Your natural way of doing something... It to someone else, to that voice you did, mm-hmm. to the voice, it's like, oh, we're picking the kids up at soccer. Mm-hmm. To that person, it's like, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Weird slash funny. Like, it's like, oh, that's funny how they do that. Yeah, I mean, I think probably for, you know, some of the best comedians, it just comes natural. Yeah. You can't really, I don't know if you can learn it so much. Yeah, I feel like you can't really, can you? You can't. I mean, you can take all the classes you want, but. You know, if you weren't, didn't have like a dark childhood or yeah. some like innate instinct already, I think you're kind of. Why screwed. is there a darkness always with that? I don't. Just, I guess it's probably to like shine light on the thing that's that sucks. Yeah, well, maybe like kids that like have to cope with some sort of like darkness or whatever, mm-hmm. just like learn how to bring the light, right? Because they need to a little bit more. Do you feel like that was the case with you? Oh, yeah, probably. Okay. You don't have to say it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that was the case with you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But I mean, it's different. Some people... Different for everyone. Some people have more serious ones. And some people have ones like, oh, it's obviously this. It's because I got bullied. Or, oh, I definitely, like, you know, my mom was really sick. Or it's like a thing that's very clear. Yeah. For me, it's like not so serious or like, it's not that sad. It's just like my parents fought like all the time. Oh, they get divorced? No. They just fought. Yeah, they so they're still, still together. Yeah. Are they happier now? I think maybe. Yeah, I mean, but that's just kind of like their way of speaking with each other now is just like Are they Italian? Yeah, my dad's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's sort of an Italian thing, right? It is, it's yeah. It's stereotypical, but it's somewhat true. Yeah, my dad's side of the family, they're pretty off the wall. You mean like hot-blooded? They're hot-blooded for sure. Yeah, but then my dad, my mom's side of the family is like Ukrainian, and so my dad says that I have like a Russian temper. He, My mom calls it my Italian temper. My dad says it's my Russian, Russian temper. temper. Yeah. I feel like the Russian temper is doing something coldly without warning anyone. It's like, oh, you just <laughs> destroyed my room. It's like, yes, your problem now. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm a pretty even keel person. I mean, but, you know, I'm activated, of course, on occasion. I'm only human. But to save 500 lives, would you destroy 500, 499? To save 500, would I destroy 499? Yeah. That's like a Russian thing, I think. Oh, really? Or like a Chechen thing. I don't think I want to destroy anybody's lives. What if you had to? To save 500. 
uh, would you destroy five? Well, what happens? What happens if I don't destroy the four ninety nine? Five hundred people die. Oh yeah, so I would. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you can save one life. Right. If you save one. You know that old there's a there's like a logic problem. It's like a not a logic problem, it's a moral problem. Uh-huh. I think it goes something like there's a train coming and there's um four workmen on the track. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And if there's a guy looking at them on the bridge and to stop those guys from dying, you have to push the guy off the bridge to stop the train. <gasps> But you, you save a ton of people. You save four people. Not a ton. You save four. Oh. You, so it's like you, one versus four? Yeah. Do you kill somebody to, to save. save four? Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah, you do. I think so. What do you? What would you do? I mean, I would do that. But I think a lot of... Most people say they wouldn't do it. Really? Wouldn't push somebody. You have to physically push this person off a bridge. But you know you're saving four lives. You know you're saving four lives. But you have to... You have to kill... You're killing someone. Yeah, I would. Okay. To save four lives. Supposedly, uh, the only people who answer that readily are Buddhist monks who say, who would say, yes, I would kill someone to save four. Because they don't think about life in terms of, uh, well, there's not, they all, maybe it's the other way around, actually. I don't know. Maybe the Buddhist monk is like, oh, I just let the four die. Because, oh, wow. Yeah, it's not my place to take life. I'm not sure if that's the case. Huh. It's definitely something. Well, either I'm the opposite of Buddhist monk yeah. or I'm in line with Buddhist monk. We got to figure that out, huh? And then, you know about this? Oh, you brought it up, right? Wait, it's, I'm sorry. It's, here it's called, called the trolley problem. The tro- How would you answer again? Remind me real quick. I think I would kill the person. You would kill the person. Okay. Here it is. The trolley problem is a thought experiment in ethics. It's generally considered to be the classic clash between the two schools of moral thought. Utilitarianism, utilitarianism and deontological ethics. So here it is. You see a runaway trolley moving toward five tied up, otherwise incapacitated people lying on a train track. You are standing next to a lever that controls a switch. If you pull the lever, the trolley will be redirected onto a side track and the five people on the main track will be saved. However, there's a single person lying on the side track. You have two options. Do nothing, allow the trolley to kill five people, pull the lever, diverting the trolley onto the side track where it kills one person. Obviously, you kill the one. Yeah, you kill the one. But there's also an addition to that problem that I've heard where it's not a lever. You have to push the person. And a lot of times, people would, would not, people who would pull the lever wouldn't push the person because there's something in our mm. uh, primitive DNA that um, feels like if you are physically enacting the violence, it's like you're not supposed to do that. Right. <laughs> I think I would still do it, though, to, still push? Save, to save them. What's the monk? What would the monk do? I think do the know? monk definitely would do the push, no problem. Push, no problem. I guess so. I'm not really sure. We're like monks. Yeah, we're monks. We're monks. I think being cool. a comedian is kind of like being a monk. Yeah, kind of. I mean, um, my healer that I go see, he says that comedian. Your he- healer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says that. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, you're what? He says comedian. Do you mean doctor? No, my healer. <laughs> He's this guy that doesn't really have any like professional qualifications. Does he wear shoes? Uh, sometimes. How did you find this dude? Um, I found him like through like a long journey of like asking questions to different people about like where I could find somebody who could help me with a certain... I just have had these like sinus problems okay. for like many years. It's right. not really that secret of a, an issue. Yeah. And this guy... I've been to a bajillion doctors... You know, sinus specialist, ENT, whatever. Do you have a deviated whatever. septum? 
Um, That's like a very common thing, right? Yeah, slightly deviated, but the problem isn't related to a structural issue. Okay, it's so more it's like constant um, inflammation in my sinuses Got it. that nobody knew how to resolve, and they were like, "It's allergies." Just taking a bunch of allergy medicine. Anyways, this guy Norman, my healer, has been the first person to be able to like uh, to heal you to heal me. Yeah, to to show any improvement. Okay. Yeah, but he says comedians. Are like you know medicine men, medicine women, medicine people, right? Um, like because, shamans, yeah, because laughter is the best medicine. It is pretty damn good medicine. Pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Should we do it together? Pretty, pretty damn, damn good. good. I can't. Uh, should we harmonize? Yeah. I, pretty mm-hmm. damn. If you sing it a couple times, I'll pick it up and I'll join okay. you. Okay. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn Are you gonna say good, medicine too? Pretty damn good medicine. Pretty, pretty damn good medicine. Pretty damn good medicine. Pretty damn good medicine. Pretty damn good medicine. That's getting bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting like a flat third. I, I think I'm getting flat. Let me try one more time. <sighs> Pretty damn good medicine. That's kind of Eastern a little bit. I little love bit. it. Pretty damn good medicine. Pretty damn good medicine. That was good. That was really good. I, went from I kept high laughing. To low. Yeah, but one, two, three. Pretty damn good medicine. I fucked it up. One, two, three. Pretty damn good medicine. Oh, I, it'll never be the same. <laughs> we got it that one time. I was I'll just clip laughing. it. We'll clip it out and make it yeah, into yeah, a fucking yeah. thing. Let's make like it into a, a thing. Like a beat. I love that. You want to share a little music now that we've meandered a lot? I would love to. I would love to. That's what happens. We just get talking about good stuff and forget to, you know. Get to the tracks. Yeah. Okay. Tell me something. So, I mean, I'm not really sure what to start with. I feel like my musical taste is very eclectic. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't we all? And that's why I think I want to start with some Paul McCartney. Okay. Because I feel like his style is very eclectic. Great friend of mine. Go ahead. Um, Monkberry Moon Delight. Oh, my God. Do you love it? I, Ram, to me, is one of the greatest... Greatest albums of all time. The greatest albums of all times, but I think Ram is special in this sense. I've played Ram on the podcast a bunch of times. I have, I yeah. think Ram... Uh, is an album where there's almost no instance where you can't play that album. There's no people yeah. who don't. It's one of those things you put it on, people go, "What is this?" And yeah. it's, people always like listening to that album. I've never. It's oh amazing. My God. I mean, I I just saw Paul McCartney live. Do you play anything from with Ram? My dad and he he didn't play anything from Ram. Yeah, I feel was, like Ram is so fucking underrated. Seriously, I mean, it's like. I love, I mean, this isn't Monkberry Moon Delight, but that song that's like, well, 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 do you love me like you know you ought to do? So good. Damn. Well, 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 oh, it's so good. Well, 
This shit's outstanding. Yeah. I mean, the lyrics in this are just like... And the way he sings, too. I know. He, like, really gives it, gives it his all. That gravel. Yeah. Like, his singing is what I try to model my singing after. It's so good. It's like a little gravel. Yeah, it gives it a lot of oomph, too, and energy and power. I'm going to skip through this thing because I don't want to have to pay for this. Yeah, let's do it. Don't pay. Yeah, why is this album so good? The lyrics are so fucking nuts. The best of the ending, too. Yeah. Listen to that. Honestly, I'm attracted Amazing. to Paul. I'm me too, dude. I had a big boner when I saw him, and I saw him with my dad. It was like, damn, I can't be having a boner for Paul while I'm standing right next to my dad. You it's know? his voice. Oh, he has God. that. He, he really does kinda, it. It's like burnt toast. Mm. It's clean, but it's kind. It's a little bit. It's a little raspy, you know. But it tastes so good. Oh, Fucking it's like a toast, man. But, you put a little. It has a little butter on it as well. Have you listened to much George Harrison? Uh not much. I feel like I kind of recently fell back in love with, you know, his main album. Um, yeah, I know the main. Uh, All Things Must one, Pass. Is that the one where it's like, you know, Lord this one. was my, my sweet, sweet love. Lord. Yeah. He has some yeah. songs on this album that are way um, less known. But should be way more yeah, known. Yeah, they're like a cunt. There's this one, I'll Live For You. Like, oh, instantly, it's over, right? Yeah, just it's instantly, so it melts you. Just it's also, like, you. so sad, in a way, you know? Mm. Damn, how do they put the Beatles together? Like, how do they know that they were putting together, like, all these genius fucking kids? They were just kids. Well, they put themselves together. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, well, how do they all just end up being, like, oh, we're all really fucking good? I think they just they worked really hard, and they became enlightened. Yeah, dude. Enlightenment through work, maybe. Huh. But do you know that George Harrison was almost murdered in his home? When he he, was older? I mean, yeah, he was stabbed. I, I learned this like two weeks ago. Honestly, this is so weird, but mm-hmm. I guess George Harrison like lived on Maui for a little bit. Right. And I was recently on vacation there and I was listening to this like off the grid GPS because it's hard to get like a signal during uh-huh. certain parts. And this guy is like narrating, you know, he's like, make sure you stop here and see the waterfall. And then he's like, also, George Harrison was stabbed in his home here, but later died of cancer. Right. But it's like, anyways, it was just really random, like it's on nuts. this on this gypsy guide tour. Here, I'll play it for you for a second. This, this is what you're going to play? <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm going to play. This is good. Let's see. I, I wonder if I can find the part about George Harrison. Did you go the road? On. Did you go to Hana? That's this. That's what this road is. To Hana. Like the road to Hana, like guided tour. But like at one point in the tour, he talks about George Harrison, and I'm like, where the fuck is this? I didn't know. I guess I didn't know that. I think a bunch of people. There's lived something in- I probably should have told you before we reached Twin Falls. <laughs> Take care if you're swimming and visiting waterfalls. There are a couple of hazards to be aware of. Firstly, swimming at the top of waterfalls can obviously be dangerous. Obviously. Currents can wash you over the falls. And this isn't just at the large falls. Even small falls can surge with water. Really? Even falling just four feet onto the rocks, yeah, that's going to hurt. And speaking of surging water, flash flooding can occur at almost any time. Be especially attentive when there are dark rain clouds on the mountain above. Heavy rain can come charging down the mountain through these streams. Like a knife if into you hear George Harrison. <laughs> <water. laughs> 
Anyway, it's that it's that for most of the time, like him warning you about like environmental hazards, and then he just talks about how George Harrison got murdered. I need to warn you, one of the environmental hazards is becoming very sad finding out that George Harrison <laughs> was stabbed in the very spot you're standing right now. It's now a public <laughs> restroom. For many years, the government of Hana fought to stop building a public restroom in George Harrison's famous stabbing spot, but it was unavoidable due to local control. Yeah. Damn, I wish they could have stopped that stab. Do you want to share another song? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, so... I'm rushing. um, I'm sorry for rushing you. No, let's do it. So, The Old Triangle by the Dubliners. I like music that you can sing along to. I like music that you can sing along to, okay? (laughs) I don't know about you, but I like music you can sing along to. That's right. I agree with you right there. Any song that has a tune that you can whistle to or sing along to or know the lyrics. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. My son listens to all this stuff. Mm. Look, I don't know how you feel about music. But I like music you can sing along to. Uh, that's okay? exactly how I feel the same exact way. About that's why music. I go to I like church. Music. That's why I go to church. I get well religion. To sing. I get religion through my tunes. Yeah, that's how I get. My, what's the song now, sweetheart? Tell me. It's called the Old Triangle. Okay, the Old. That's a reference. A U L D. A U L D. It's spelled the Dubliner way. So this it's is going to be some the Irish way that's how you spell old. Oh, this is some real drinking music. This is some real drinking music, and you know I like to kick back a few. <laughs> Taymor me stealing, and the mice were squealing, my prison cell. And you can make up your own verses. How did you get into this? My uh, Irish friend showed it to like me. Irish, Irish. My like Irish, actually from fucking Ireland. Yeah, actually from fucking Ireland. Yeah, he lives in Dublin, and I stayed with him. He's actually a comedian. What's his name? David O'Doherty. I oh David, he's great. Yeah, um, he's the, one of my good buds. I met. I have an Irish comedian friend named Andrew Ryan. Okay. And he, um, I met him on tour when we were in the Middle East together, and he. Um, I, he had the best Irish accent. I recorded a podcast with him years ago. Damn. He told one of the funniest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. It's on the podcast. Okay, I'll check it out. Andrew Ryan. It's like so great. But I used to, it was obsessed with his accent because he had the most perfect Irish accent. And um, I, would, I, would, I would always see him at breakfast in the hotel and I always be like, oh, good morning to you, Andrew Ryan. He'd be like, mate, will you stop doing that, please? <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm like, I'm sorry, Ryan. I just, I fucking, I just love your accent so much. It's like, oh, I just, I, why are you making fun of me? Aww. I was making fun of him, but I really was just, I'm so obsessed with how, how clean, you know what I mean? It's like, Aww. it almost sounds like a cartoon. It's, it's beautiful. so clean. I mean, the way they speak is, is yeah, it is very it's clean so and song like and, yeah, yeah, lyrical. Yeah. God, he was like the best comedian. He was so good at, uh, like being a host, because he was yeah. so good at like, talking. Oh, look at you. Oh, is that haircut from your friend here? Because it looks like he didn't quite yeah. finish the job or something. Oh, you've got a pint there, mate. Well, give him some, because he needs some help here. Like, wow, he was just, so good, just at, like, so good at riffing oh, and Oh, my stuff. God. So R.I.P. Good. It's like a different, I mean, you can't riff anymore, you think? No, you just said he was the best comedian. Oh, God, I just, I just assumed he died off. Oh, shit. No, he is a great, I guess. He's alive? He's alive. I just haven't okay, spoken with him or seen him in so long. It's oh, like no, you gotta see him. You I do, send but him it's a text. Come on, I should send him a send him a, send him a WhatsApp. Send him a WhatsApp. Send him a voice message on WhatsApp. He was funny too because he'd always be concerned about like stuff like, oh, I have to get money over here and have how am I going to pay for this and just to watch him. You know, when you watch someone with their problems, but you 
they're so endearing to you that it's almost like cute. It's so sweet to see them like worry yeah. or something. Yeah, it's like watching like a leprechaun worry about something. Aww, not like not that. Not that. What do you call it when you look down upon someone? Not like so. Um, where I'm like. It's like watching like Fievel worry. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're watching Fievel sing somewhere out there, something like that. Do you think they think that about us, though? I don't think like I, I would actually be curious as to what all, other cultures think about the American accent. I was, it, it, it's not it's not cute. I think that uh, what I've heard is that a lot of people, especially Italians, uh-huh. Italians are like, oh, they they love the um oh don't I, I love the way it's like a. Hi, welcome to this. Hi, how are you? Welcome to America. <laughs> yes, my favorite. I love this sound of Clint Eastwood. He say, oh, you have, to, oh, well, here we are in the old west. I like this sound. It's so good. <laughs> you know? They like the sound. Because it's right. like that's America to them is like. The some, old west. Look out, partner. I've got a, you look at me strange, you're going to be walking strange. That's right. And that, That's right. Yeah. Can I get you uh, something to eat? Can I get you boys? Uh, uh, you sit down at the saloon here. Where are y'all from now? Where are you from now? Come on back now. Come on back you here. We don't care if you got to come all the way back from Italia. We'll have your beer any time. Oh, I love that. I, I love that about America. I, I like this. Uh, this sound is um, so good. The, the way they speak uh, Clint Eastwood is so cool. And Janet Jackson, uh, motorcycle. Janet Jackson with a motorcycle. Uh, so good. So good. So good. You're good at you're had, good at dialects. That's just my old Italian professor. I'm making fun of him. Oh wow! But you more sound like this. Wow, you make fun of a lot of your friends. He wasn't really a friend; as my professor. Oh okay. You <laughs> talk like this. You go. Um, there's a thing you have to know this. Uh, me scarpi, uh, me me formanti. Oh, he had a little. Have, have a lisp. Oh, my name is Jeff Ruth. Oh no, you must speak with. Uh, you must say like um, uh, formaggi. Oh, so funny. Ha. <laughs> Aww. He was cute. He was also like 5'5". Five five, Sounds so, so cute. Aw, I very love cute. cute little old Italian man. They're he was so a young cute. Italian man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll have to wait a few years then. I think, think he was still cute. cute, though. Oh, he was? He was oh. very cute. Aw. I went to Italy last year, and they told me I sounded like, they're like, you're from Louisiana. See, that's the thing. Yeah. We they all sound that like that. To them. I sound like, to a lot of foreign people, I'm not sure what foreign people this is but a lot of times people think i'm english like british english really they say oh you're from uh england i'm like no i'm not but then i'll go ah yes i am actually i am i have have two of those please i have two cookies thank you ah yeah there you go yeah live up to the expectations i like that next time somebody says are you this and if i'm not it i'm gonna say yes just be that and if i am it i'm gonna say no what would be thing be that they would think you are? Like, are you American? Mari, I'm Australian. You could be Australian. Right? I, I have Mari on Australian. I get really tired of um the fact that so many Australians and British people get to play Americans. Yeah. But we don't get to play them. I know. They always say, you know, that's so frustrating. They're like, oh, Americans can't do our accent, but it's like, they, I let them do ours. I can do I don't judge accent, them. Motherfucker. Oh, but we can oh do I know you can do it. I know. I'm, I'm, I mean, my accents are a little bit twangy, that's for sure. You mean American or they're too cartoonish? Maybe they're too cartoonish. And, but I think if I tr- really tried, I could probably do it. 
I have this theory I just developed. I haven't shared this publicly yet. But I think the reason there's so many Australians and British people in American film and TV is because, you know how when you do like a British accent or a Southern accent, Australian accent, you're essentially evoking a character, right? Because mm-hmm. there's different styles of Southern. Like if I do like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just a dumb ranch hand, it's different than like, um, well, I'll tell you what, I think we got to go out there and get him. It's like the smart guy. Yeah. It's different like the cowboy from yeah. like the saloon owner. Right. Or like the the whore at the saloon. Like, why don't you come on in here, boys? It's different than it's like. so good. What? Uh, you know, like, come on back now, you hear? Like the woman ringing yeah. the dinner bell. The it's different. dinner bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that when those Australians and British people do those accents, it makes them better at acting because they're already locking into a character mm. from the get-go. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they're so good at, at acting because it's almost like they have a roadmap in the voice. They have to. They have to I, I get into it yeah. in order to do the voice which first I, and foremost yeah which foremost. i think we could probably do the same thing but take it to them yeah you know what's so fucked about that is they wouldn't let anybody else besides uk born people be in harry potter how they fucked wouldn't? is that yeah they're, they're like you have to be uk born that shit's fucking I, honestly it pisses me off you know what pisses me off the most is that tom hiddleston played hank williams jr <sighs> Wow. Tom Hiddleston's like the most highborn, posh motherfucker around. He's like, oh, hello, I'm Tom Hiddleston. I've dated, I'm dating, I'm going out. What's he, didn't he date, uh, what's your name? What's the woman's name? Uh, yeah. I haven't kept up on him. <laughs> what's your name? That uh, super famous singer, blonde hair, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah Taylor yeah. Swift. But yeah, he's yeah, playing yeah. like the most iconic American country singer. What the fuck? Get out of town. Come on, get out of here, Hiddleston. That's what pisses me off about like the movie industry. It's like, why don't you find like, why don't you find something a little more authentic? Yeah, someone who's who's lived that as opposed to someone who's like dropping into it. Yeah, and I'm not saying like they have to live that like exact life, but like I guess what I'm saying is like give like some other actors some uh, like a chance. Like for example, Mary Poppins. It's like they could have found like Mary Poppins. Who the hire? Emily, Emily Blunt? Yeah, she can't even sing, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and also like, she's in, yeah. Yeah, it's like, just find, like, this girl who's like... Did you go out for Mary Poppins? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I mean... Natalie! Well, yeah. It's okay. I mean, I've trained, like, my whole life. For pop? For pop. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidick. What? Sucking on some dick. What? Sucking on a little dick and then it gets real big quick. That's a hard dick, yeah, that's a hard dick, that's a hard dick, yeah, that's a hard dick. You should put on an album. Shouldn't I have been Mary Poppins? I think so. Thanks, buddy. We should make a podcast that's like a story podcast. I think we should. That'd be fun. Really fun. Okay, so that's coming soon to something. Coming soon. It'll be a limited series, how about? Yeah. Six episodes? Radio play. Yeah, radio play. It's just called radio play. What's one more song to finish things out? Um... You can find her online. You type in N A T A L I E P A L A M I D E S. 
And you find all of her shit. Okay, so I have a th- three options. Do you want to hear a Scottish pop group? Nope. Do you want to hear like <laughs> kind of like emo sad guy, or do you want to hear like punky ska? Let's hear a punky ska. Is okay. this sort of like early on in your life? This is early on in my life, yeah. but I still uh, like love to blast it in my car. No, I like that. I like to end, if, end with the beginning sort of thing. Yeah, it's called Shut Up the Punks. With punks is spelled with an X by Bomb the Music Industry. Okay, I've heard of this. I think Aristotle probably knows this, right? Okay. I love this guy. Jeff Rosenstock, he's the lead singer. How old is this? This is old. Uh, It's at least like 10 years old. That's not that old. You said, like, this is old. (laughs) Yeah, 2009, it says. 2009, yeah, yeah. It's crazy to have that weird sound in the background. Like it's like a like a theremin almost. Yeah, they're it's keyboard. This is weird though. This yeah, is not like really normal weird. punk ska. He's really inventive. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't have called this band Bomb the Music Industry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they provided all their albums for free. Really? Yeah, so they're like... How'd you find out about them? Uh, my boyfriend at the time, when this I was like uh, freshman year of college. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've always loved like ska, punk ska. Skunk. Skunk. Pa. I loved skanking, you know. Oh, back I just in the got day. a call. You could skank? Oh, yeah, I skank big time. Buddy. I believe it. How about you? Did you ever um, get into that? Scene? A little bit. Yeah. I got a little, I was more into the punk stuff, but I did do some skanking for real. Yeah. Skanking's yeah. fun. You just get in there. You can get in the pit without like being punched in the face. It's also amazing exercise. Oh, yeah. It's like crazy. You're doing all these kicks and stuff. Oh, totally. That's why all those kids are skinny as hell. What is this shit? Hold on. Sorry. Thanks for being here, Natalie. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for having Thanks me. Thanks for stepping into live to tape. Wow! Featuring Natalie Palanides. So much fun. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. See you later. We'll see, no, we'll see you again. Sleep tight. This is an adjournment. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Say that one more time. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Oh. A podcast network.